Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Abandonment to Divine Providence by Jean-Pierre de Caussade, S.J., Book 2, Chapter 1, Section 5. The Great Merit of Pure Faith By the state of abandonment and of pure faith, the soul gains more merit than by the most eminent good works. Whatever we find extraordinary in the lives of the saints, such as revelations, visions, and interior locutions, is but a glimpse of that excellence of their state which is contained and hidden in the exercise of faith. Because faith possesses all this by knowing how to see and hear God in that which happens from moment to moment. When these favors are manifested visibly, it does not mean that by faith they have not already been possessed. But in order to make the excellence of faith visible for the purpose of attracting souls to the practice of it. Just as the glory of Tabor and the miracles of Jesus Christ were not from any increase of his intrinsic excellence, but from the light which from time to time escaped from the dark cloud of his humanity to make it an object of veneration and love to others. That which is wonderful in the saints is the constancy of their faith under every circumstance. Without this, there would be no sanctity. In the loving faith which makes them rejoice in God for everything, their sanctity has no need of any extraordinary manifestation. This could only prove useful to others who might require the testimony of such signs. But the soul in this state, happy in its obscurity, does not in any way rely on these brilliant manifestations. It allows them to show outwardly for the profit of others, but keeps for itself what all have in common, the will of God and his good pleasure. Its faith is proved in hiding and not in manifesting itself. And those who require more proof have less faith. Those who live by faith receive proofs not as such, but as favors from the hand of God. And in this sense, things that are extraordinary are not in contradiction to the state of pure faith. But there are many saints whom God sets up for the salvation of souls and from whose faces he causes rays of glory to stream for the enlightenment of the most blind. Of such were the prophets and the apostles, and all those saints chosen by God to be set in the candlestick of the church. There will ever be such, as there ever have been. There is also an infinity of others, who, having been created to shine in the heavens, give no light in this world, but live and die in profound obscurity. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Angels of God are guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, child of Mary, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have we ever wondered what the Feast of All Saints is all about? November the 1st. Well, Father de Cossade gives us a very interesting insight into what the Feast of All Saints is about. He describes two kinds of holy persons. There are the persons who live by faith, who do not count anything that God gives to them among visions or locutions or miracles as equal to the greatness of faith. But some of these holy persons are raised up by God like candles in a candlestick to give light to others. Why? Because God wants to draw people to the faith. He wants to manifest the excellence of faith in a visible way for the purpose of attracting souls to the practice of it. Let's say that again, quoting from Father Kusad, that God makes the excellence of faith visible for the purpose of attracting souls to the practice of it. Why do some saints do all these miracles? Why do some saints seem to be able to explain and teach and show forth the glory of God in some wonderful manifest way? Because God's trying to draw other people to the excellence of faith, to the practice of faith. And when they see this saint, when they see this preacher, when they see Mother Teresa, people say, ah, this is true. Here is the truth. When Edith Stein, before she was even a Catholic, read the life of St. Teresa of Avila, she read the whole thing all at once, all night long. And in the morning said, this is the truth. Okay. Edith Stein was converted largely by the example of this great woman of faith. But the point is, that God has an infinity of others. And this is what the Feast of All Saints is in some ways about. An infinity of others who live by faith, but in obscurity. God does not use their life as some great light for others. All of us, it's true, have to lead some people to God. All of us have to bear witness to God. All of us are called to be even martyrs, perhaps. We're called to witness to Christ, to lead others to him. We have to do that. We cannot be saved unless we follow the Lord's will and bringing him to others. But he's not asking most of us to do some remarkable, extraordinary, visible manifestation that will attract all these people. No, 
most of us are being reserved for heaven. We are created, he says, to shine in the heavens, not to give a lot of light in this world. And so this book and this chapter must be an encouragement to us. Yes, the church has great saints who do miraculous things and wonderful things. But the saints do not put much stock in those things. St. Padre Pio did not think he was a saint because he did miracles. St. Padre Pio, St. Philip Neri, many other saints seem to have done an innumerable number of prophetic things. And yet this is not what they thought was so great. What did they think was great? God. They thought the invisible, immortal, almighty God was great. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And all they wanted to do was to know Jesus Christ and the power of his resurrection. They wanted to live and die for God's glory. And if for God's glory they were to do miracles, so be it. But it's the state of pure faith. It's the state of doing everything for God, living in light of God's presence, conforming our life to the truth of God. This is what matters. And this is the way that's open to all of us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.